Mm. So we'll do uh, another group of parts. Um, all hear me okay? <clears throat> Very good. And actually, I got a note from someone asking what the benefits are of, of this practice. And so I'll say, rather than me answering that now, let's see what happens by the end of the week. And to be open-minded and open-hearted. And I think that's probably um, a good approach. We're like scientists and embarking upon this experiment of bringing awareness into this fathom-long body. And... Um, But I, I will say that I, you know, the deepest benefit is breaking free of these stories that we've told ourselves that have enslaved our hearts. To lessen our greed, our hatred, our ignorance. To grow in contentment, open-heartedness, and clarity of mind. How's that? Sound pretty good? Let's go for it. Large intestine, small intestine, stomach, feces, brain. Join in. Large intestine, small intestine, stomach, feces, brain. 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 Now five times silently. And so we'll be going into this section of parts. Again, this purpose within this practice is penetrating into the body to really begin to understand it as it is. So the large intestine is, um, color is white. It's shaped like an upside down U. found both above and below the waist, located in the abdomen, and bordered by the small intestine and the back and the other part of the abdomen. The large intestine is a five-foot-long canal from the end of the small intestine to the anus. It is the last part of the digestive system. There's three parts to the large intestine, the transverse, the ascending, and descending colon. So when you get a, a, 
a look, colonoscopy, um, there's a, inserted through the anus, there is a, a view of a camera that sees the interior walls to look for tumors or abnormalities. The large intestine takes around 32 hours to finish up the remaining processes of the digestive system. It absorbs vitamins that are created by the bacteria inhabiting the colon. It absorbs water and compacts feces, and it stores fecal matter in the rectum until eliminated. Thus it is responsible for the passing along of solid waste. Or we should really say solid, undigested food. So it's just sensing into the belly, into the abdominal region, and it's, um, yeah, five foot long, large intestine in there. And just being aware as we sense into it, so there's a sense of sensing with our awareness. And just sensing in and being mindful of what's felt. Of course, it, sometimes it may evoke thoughts or emotions, and if that's the case, to equally acknowledge this is what's present. Large intestine.
And now letting us shift from the large intestine to the small intestine. Even though the large intestine is five feet long, it's large because of its, of its diameter. The small intestine is actually much longer. It's 33 feet long. The color is white. Shape is like a long coiled hose or found both above and below the waist, located in the abdomen, bordered by the large intestine, the abdomen, the back. A 33-foot-long canal from the duodenum to the large intestine. And the small intestine aids in the breakdown and digestion of solid and liquid foods and allowing the nutrients to pass into the bloodstream, which is probably happening right now after lunch food that we ate, chewed, and swallowed, digested, and into the small intestine, and the nutrients passing into our bloodstream to what? To grow more head hair, body hair, nails, teeth, and skin, and everything else. Small intestine. You're welcome to place your hands in the belly if that's helpful, whatever seems to serve you. Whether you can feel it or not, it is there, and it is most likely working. Small intestine. It's sensing into this fathom-long body, and allowing whatever's arising, the body, the mind, emotions, and just letting be, being present.
And now let us shift from the small intestine to the stomach. It's actually interesting that the color of the stomach is actually clear. And it takes on whatever color of, of the food that you've eaten. So today there was that cauliflower was white, there was the other vegetables, there was the green. So if you've got a good picture of your stomach, it looked a little bit like lunch. It's a J-shaped pouch found above the waist. The stomach is located in the upper left of the abdomen between the esophagus and the small intestine, just sitting below the diaphragm. Borders the digestive and the elimination organs, the back, the diaphragm. The stomach is a muscular organ that has a sac-like pouch where food is deposited via the esophagus. In humans, the stomach has a relaxed, near-empty volume that expands to hold one liter of food, but can hold as much as one and a half liters, which is actually a little over one and a half quarts. Once the food is in the stomach, gastric juices, hydrochloric acid, break it down for about three to four hours, and it's turned into a cream-like liquid called chime, which is later moved into the small intestine. The stomach has to produce a new layer of mucus every two weeks, otherwise it will digest itself. Stomach. And this is just how it is. The stomach. Again, this important organ for digestion, assimilation, to keep this body nourished and alive. Stomach.
now let us uh, shift to feces. The normal color is brown and it also can vary when you're ill to yellow, green, or blackish. It can be hard, soft, tarry, or liquid. Its brown coloration comes from a combination of bile, bilirubin, that comes from dead red blood cells. Shaped like small tubes of mud found below the waist. Location solid matter excreted through the rectum and anus. Bordered by the large colon, the rectum, and the anus. The word feces comes from the Latin meaning dregs. Feces are solid particles of a combination of food residue, bacteria, and mucus. Human fecal matter varies significantly in appearance depending on diet and health. Feces often contained 50% of the original food, which means of all the food eaten, a significant amount goes back to feed our ecosystem. Many organisms feed on feces from bacteria to fungi to insects, such as dung beetles that can sense the odors from a long distance, just perhaps as we smell a pizzeria and go, yum, the dung beetles go, yum, feces. There are many colloquial terms for feces. I won't get into them now, but you know there's lots of words. If you have kids, they teach you too. Terms such as dung, scat, spore, and droppings are normally used to refer to animal feces. Stool is a common term normally used in reference to human feces, and there's actually a study of scatology that helps scientists, anthropologists, and physicians. By studying feces, they can tell where a person lived or visited and what type of diet they had. Also, you can detect ulcers, cancers, parasites, as well as bacterial inflammation. Stool is often used to diagnose bowel dysfunction and can provide vital information from a crime scene from the DNA within the cells of feces. Its function, solid matter excreted through the anus, feces. Of course, some of these parts can be provocative, and I'd like to share with you from that friend of mine writing about a memory that arose for her. She says, when I was young, I looked up and admired my brother so much. I would do whatever he told me, and one time he told me he had a club with other neighbor boys. I wanted to be part of that club. And of course, he didn't want me to be in the club. So he told me the only way I could get into the club was to hold a piece of human poop in my bare hands. Clearly thought I would never do it, but he was so wrong. 
Soon the opportunity came and I caught my own feces in my hand before it touched the water. It was a perfect specimen, not wet or drippy. And I walked all through the house looking for my brother with his feces in my hand. And finally I found him outside the yard and I showed it to him. I was proud. I was triumphant. I thought he would be so impressed. And all he said was, that's great. Put that thing back. <laughs> so I did. As far as I know, the club never met and I never heard another thing about it and I felt like I had proven myself to my brother and I could keep up with him and do whatever he could do. But I also had a deeper suspicion that I had been tricked and I felt ashamed. This memory still fills me with a sense of shame. How could I have not seen through it, done something so disgusting to please someone else? I think I was about five years old. It was a small and silly thing on one hand, but it was an act that I did that took away my dignity. There was no one looking out for me. Where were my parents? Feces. Our history is here inside our body. Everything. So just allow what's present to be acknowledged, to be known. On one hand, just how personal this is, and on another hand, a bodily function, completely impersonal, yet so personal, yet so impersonal, feces.
And so now let's shift to the brain. <clears throat> Color is white and gray. Shaped like a small, very soft melon. Direction above the waist, location in the cranium, the skull, borders the skull. The brain is the center of the nervous system. It is more complex than the most powerful computer. It has over 100 billion nerve cells. The brain weighs three pounds with the consistency of like soft tofu. Most neurons in the brain are firing five to 50 times a second. The brain is 2% of the body weight, yet it uses 20 to 25% of the body's metabolic supplies. Even in deep sleep or coma, the brain is busy. It's like a refrigerator, it's always on. The function, the brain is composed of neurons consisting of gray and white matter. The brain is the command center, center sending impulses over 170 miles per hour down the spinal column and has nerve endings throughout the body, the central nervous system. Studies have shown that the ways we intentionally shape our internal focus of attention in mindfulness practice induces a state of brain activation during the practice. With repetition, an intentionally created state can become an enduring trait of an individual as reflected in long-term changes in brain function and structure. This is the fundamental property of neuroplasticity, how the brain changes in response to experience. Brain.
Now gently drawing from the brain. <clears throat> so we've been working with this particular group of parts, large intestine, small intestine, stomach, feces, and brain. And to acknowledge what has arisen within you. To also to know that these parts amongst all the other parts make up this life, this body, this vehicle that we live inside of, the pathway to greater freedom and awakening. May we honor and acknowledge these parts and the other parts with compassion, with understanding, perhaps breaking the spell of enchantment, understanding the body as it really is. That within this fathom long body, with its thoughts and emotions, lies our world. Its origin, its cessation, its pathway to freedom, within this fathom long body. May we hold this body with great compassion, with understanding, with wisdom. Time perhaps becoming more free of the stories that I've told myself, that have enslaved me. Developing the qualities of contentment, open-heartedness, wisdom, clarity. May all embodied beings, here and everywhere, discover the gateways into the heart. And may there be more and more peace. And so we'll have um, maybe a little bio break and um, come back to Qigong or if you prefer to walk. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.